This is the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. My name is Brian McKinley, WRHU class of 1994. Just a few weeks ago, the Hofstra Radio Alumni Association inducted seven new members of the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame, including the posthumous induction of George Berger. I've invited Sue Zizza and George Thomas Musgrave III to talk to us about George. Thank you both for joining me. Glad to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. Now, I, I knew the name George Berger, but I didn't know the man. Could you describe him in a few words to get us started? George was larger than life. He was a, a very, um, I'd say, happy-go-lucky uh, character who was a brilliant engineer and was deeply devoted to Hofstra Radio and radio in general. Um, from Even from when I knew him at WVHC to when I worked with him at WABC Music Radio 77 and WPLJ, he liked the medium. He was an, an engineer's engineer, building things, making things work, making things easier for the other engineers who were there. Sue, go ahead and follow that one up. <laughs> well, I agree that George was larger than life, but not just in his sense of humor, but also in his physicality. He had this incredible mane of red hair, this, this just red hair. And when he laughed, his whole body laughed with him. And I knew him as an alumnus. Um, I had come to Hofstra in 1977 and I met him for the first time in 1978, just after the spring semester had begun. He had come down to the radio station and Jeffrey introduced me to him. And he did what he did a lot. He picked me up. He loved <laughs> to pick up little people. And I don't recall that he only picked up little women. I seem to recall occasionally I saw him pick up little men at, at times too. And sometimes not so little men. But George was a very happy-go-lucky, as, as George said, happy-go-lucky individual who had a real gust for life. And um, I knew him when he was working professionally and he would come and tell stories about things that happened on the air or he would be looking to invite students to come and maybe participate in the summer relief program at ABC Radio. George, do you remember meeting him for the first time or at least getting to know him? I don't remember meeting him for the first time. I remember probably meeting him as part of the uh, alumni, older, senior staff members at VHC, your, your Tom Curley, your Kit Hunt, your Frank Grunstein, um, your, your Jim Emmerich. Those were the people who were there when I got there in 73. And they may not have been all working at the station, but you'd get to know them either from the ones who still were working at the station or at the annual uh, spring dinner when they would announce the staff for the following year. 
And in those days, a lot of the alumni returned for that dinner. So you got to know them in that way. Yes, that's right. That's right. It was a spring semester and exactly. And there was a great deal of connection with, you know, if you were among the executive board or you had a position at the station, you know, when you got the older alumni meeting newer people who were really, really in love with WVHC, in love with WRHU, they connected and they stayed on, you know, as part of the next generation. So. Hmm. So it's hard to speak for someone else, but do you think, Sue, you could try to articulate what you think was important about Hofstra Radio to George? It was his home. It was the place where he grew up and it was the place where he met Mark Wiener, one of his best friends and, you know, so many other dear friends. And it was really more than just, we went to school together. We had and created worlds together, life together. And, uh, it was a pretty special environment. And so, I, from my knowledge of him, I think that uh, it was it was home. Hmm. I think that's an important theme that runs through all of the uh, new uh, Hall of Fame inductees. That that idea of giving back to the current students and keeping in touch and and uh, offering opportunities for people to succeed. And it seems like George was uh, was very much in that for a very long time, which is fantastic. And George continued to do that, you know, for many, many years. You mentioned Karen Jean and John Booty. These were more contemporary um, students who continued to have that opportunity because, you know, George was um, always, always looking out for WVHC, WRHU. At the uh, Hall of Fame event, there was some mention of the things that George did in his professional career. Sue, do you, uh, would you mind talking about some of the things that, that uh, George Berger uh, did after his time at Hofstra Radio? Well, in addition to working at WABC, WPLJ, there were a number of uh, other stations throughout the Long Island, New York area that he worked at. But when he went to television, um, he actually, if I'm not mistaken, created a unique interconnection that allowed for um, a much broader opportunity for broadcasting. One more question I'd like to ask, and th- and this could be a professional story, or it could be a personal story. And and Sue, you know, the the story of meeting George Berger is, is pretty fantastic. But do you have another uh, personal favorite story about George? Well, George was a real uh, prankster, and I do remember that he was among the crew that had um, decided. Uh, that they were going to kidnap Jeffrey one year from the dinner. So that was uh, quite a fun thing. They hired a person to dress up like a gorilla and come in, and it it was quite a thing. Um, But he also enjoyed 
you know, other kinds of sonic experiences. Like I do remember Mark Wiener and he talking about a haunted house that they created when they all lived together at one point when they were in college. So there was like, there was a number of um, times, you know, when George really showed his um, lighter side through some of his, um, through some of his practical jokes. And he was a real hugger. He liked to hug people. He loved to give you a kiss. You know, he was a very friendly person in a, a very, you know, fun kind of a way. George, do you have a favorite story about George Berger? Well, yes, George liked to hug. He liked to kiss. But for me, he liked to, you know, come up on me and give me, you know, a friendly slap on the back. <laughs> and and it, it annoyed me no end. And it probably gave him great pleasure that I was annoyed to no end. But the thing I liked about, one of the things I liked about George is even when I went to television and then he came to television and we really didn't work together there, I'd see him in the hallways or in the control rooms. He was still giving me good advice about what I could do to further my career in television. And he was just always looking out for me. It sounds like George was just an absolutely phenomenal person to be around, and I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry I didn't know the man, but thank you for sharing these stories so that we all get to know him just a little bit. And uh, on behalf of the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook and the Hofstra Radio community, thank you so much for taking the time, both of you, for uh, sharing these stories. We greatly appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you.